0: This one mercifully ends for the Knicks facing a championship contender facing one of the NBA's elite the Knicks tonight, not up to the task. As the Nuggets blow them out for the second time this season, 113-97. And Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks playing such great basketball. Just didn't have it tonight.
1: All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. We got a got an early early start unfortunately um as the Knicks I I actually just missed who shot that ball for the Nuggets but I believe this is the well for a moment there was the biggest uh Knicks deficit of the game they were they were briefly down um by 31 which is not what you want um so the Knicks get their their ass kicked today um this was the this was the first ass-kicking, the first true ass-kicking that they have had since, I believe, the Bucks game, um, first game out of the All-Star break. Um, it happens. Um, there are ass-kickings that you make a big deal out of, and then there are ass-kickings that you, you know, kind of brush aside as a result of the NBA season, and then there are ass-kickings that are somewhere in between. For me, this is somewhere in between, much closer to the end of like, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. I think they ran into a buzzsaw known as uh, Nikola Jokic. Um, as an aside, I if there's a single person, I, and with all due respect to Julius Randle, who we love Julius Randle here. I love Julius Randle here. You love Julius Randle here. Everybody loves Julius Randle. Um, Julius Randle's not the MVP. Uh, Joel Embiid is not the MVP. Um, I, I don't even know who else. like it Giannis and Tetacumpo is not the MVP. Nikola Jokic is the MVP and it is um it is not particularly close. And anybody who does not vote for him first place uh should have their their vote taken away. And when he comes in and he makes a point to um to score like that, um I'm not sure there's anyone who could really stop him short of maybe, you know, um Joel Embiid. Um, maybe Gobert has a chance. That's about it. Um, and the Knicks centers tonight obviously did not did not stand a chance. Bad matchup, as some people are saying in the chat. Um, yes, Vivek, completely agree. This type of game was bound to happen. We I guess should be thankful that Tibbs has indeed taken the starters out, so we don't have to worry about um a talk that talking point going into tomorrow. I did not care to discuss uh that. Um yeah, I mean aside from the fact that Jokic went crazy, aside from the fact that I think it took probably the Knicks a little while to get adjusted to um, the altitude differential. Um, you know, I don't really know what more there is to say about this. Oh, um, you know, let's let's say this. And I'm going to have something I think probably for tomorrow in the newsletter focusing on how um, quietly – maybe not so quietly anymore, but still kind of quietly. The Knicks have turned into really one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league when you look at their proficiency from the corners, when you look at how many corner shots they're taking, when you look at their proficiency for above the break threes, just a lot of different things. Um, When they come out and they're just not hitting their open threes, it kind of has started, like, if if that's going to happen, it's going to infect everything else that they do. Like, this is not a team, <laughs> James, I appreciate that. Um, this is not a team that can sustain that type of shooting slump against an offensive team like this when Jokic has it going. So, um, you know, in terms of, and then I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about some of the individual players in this game. In terms of like, okay, it's going to be six games now left. Um, this is obviously your bad loss they have three games coming up against some really good teams. Um, does it steamroll? Does it turn into something else? I personally am of the opinion at this point that, like, look, we've we've crossed the the barrier. We've crossed the threshold of worrying about. Oh, is the other shoe going to fall off? Is this team magically going to turn into a shitty one? And I, 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 you know, I'm past that. they there it's. They're going to come out, and I'm not saying that they're going to go ahead and beat Phoenix on Friday night, but they're going to come out and they're going to play hard against Phoenix, and I'm sure they're going to play well against Phoenix. And Phoenix does not have a Nikola Jokic, um, all due respect to Chris Paul. Be swayed, completely agree, on to the next one. You put this one behind you. You know, I'll be curious as Emmanuel quickly hits a three-pointer. Um, nice little game from the, the backup, uh, backup guards, uh, which I'll get to them in a bit. But um, – yeah, put this one behind you. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'd like to give them some credit for fighting there in the third quarter and getting it to sixteen points, but that feels a little bit disingenuous. Yes, it's wonderful that this team has a guy like Taj Gibson who's willing to dive on the floor, and I thought Nerland's Noel had some massive blocks there, and where they were kind of maybe sort of thinking about getting back in it. Um, it's unfortunate that they couldn't get one more bucket to get it to like 14 or 13 points. Um, all that being said, it is what it is. It's a shitty game. Um, we will get either one, uh, Sean Hardy says we will get one of either Phoenix or the Lakers. Um, yes, I did smile. when when Frank made a good defensive play, um, oh, we got Obi Toppin making a nice little pass to Frank in the corner. Does not go down. That's okay. Um, I think, you know, it, I'm not going to say it's like absolutely vital that they get one of these next three games, but it's, it's not not vital. Um, I, I think a four-game losing streak after 12 of 13 would, leave, would, would feel like a little, mm, it's not what you want. You want to get one of these games. Um, again, I don't really care who they get one of these games against. I I said before the road trip that I probably would have signed for two and four. Um, you know, that said at this point, once you win the first two, you kind of want to get one of those last, last four. Um, especially after this, that's the thing. The fact that they came in here and they got their ass kicked, you got to now come out, give a big time performance against Phoenix, win, lose, whatever. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. So Campazzo. Cam is really good, um, you know, uh, and obviously the news of the day, which is I'd much rather talk about than this game, uh, Luka is coming. Um, you know, I've been able to watch a little bit of tape on Vildoza, not as much as I would have liked to. I'll probably take some time um, next week to do that because I, I don't think he's coming here in the next week. I mean, there's no certainty he's going to come here this season. Um, but I think he can help them, and I think more importantly than that, it's nice to, you know, it's nice to know that the front office was actually continuing to do their homework and figure out, all right, we got this cap space. How can we utilize that? Um, and the fact that they were able to sign him to this contract in which if it works out and he looks good over the next, you know, in the Olympics and whatever, and he'll come and be in their system and training camp and the whole thing. Um, and you want to, you want to pay the guy, um, you know, for three, what? $3 million a year? Yeah, $3 million a year in change. Great. Awesome. Um, if it doesn't work out, it's not compromising any of your future cap space. And the whole reason you're able to have that flexibility and sign that type of contract is because they did have some extra money to play around with. So, um, you know, that's great. Um, I'll, I'm going to talk about um, who I'd like Phil Doza to take uh, the place of in this rotation right now in a bit. Uh, Fuddy. Build off this one. They've been getting all the media love. The streak has been so fun. This is a humbler. Get stronger from it. You know, did I think there at some point in in the second quarter? Oh, we got the slam cover shoot. We had Tibbs going on ESPN today. Couple, I think he was on with Stephen A. I think he was on the jump. Um, Julius gets player of the month. You've been waiting You've been waiting all season for this to, for this team to, you know, I, I've been waiting. Like, is this team going to start reading its own press clippings? Um, maybe this was the best thing. Maybe, maybe Tibbs is going to be able to point to this and be like, all right, just as a reminder, you ain't shit. You're still the same squad that everybody picked to win less games than anybody else in the league. Um, you know, you got to earn it. Again, I, I don't think they came out today and, and like, i think they just got hit with a buzzsaw i don't think they came out with like no effort i i i do think though that they they got steamrolled by a much better team um or in the sub hey macri i love your work when do you think luca will arrive this season playoffs or next year i i honestly i'd be guessing um i don't think i i think to expect him to be like part of the playoff rotation is a little bit it's a bit much um I'm not going to start out by talking about Alfred Payton because it's it's I just can't. I got to save it. Let's assume everybody here, we all get our wish, right? And let's assume that. Um, and uh, sorry, uh, qu- real quick, I just missed this bad eyesight with a comment in the super chat. Interested to see how we defend Booker Friday. Both teams got blown out tonight. Both will be hungry for a W. And Phoenix has not been playing particularly well too. And they're going to be back home off a little road trip. Um, I completely agree. They're going to come out ready to play. I watched a lot of the first half of the the Phoenix Atlanta game. Um, Phoenix kept it closed. Their defense just really wasn't there. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they come out. I completely agree who defends Booker. I have to think it's going to be Bullock and they're going to leave him one on one, but we'll see. And then the other, um, the other comment, um, Abdul Diallo, Austin Rivers is a fraud. Take this loss on the cheek. You know, Austin Rivers, I defended him for a long time early this season um, because I thought he was important for the culture. I thought his attitude in the locker room and all that stuff was really good. He played poorly. He was not a good player for this team outside of a couple of stints against Utah and maybe a moment or two here or there. And the fact that he took it as poorly as he did – was hey Frankie with the oh was that a foul steal steal and then he got fouled good um it, whatever um I don't really care about Austin Rivers honestly let him fucking do his thing in Denver um I was disappointed how it worked out here I was disappointed in him I was disappointed he didn't you know whatever it is what it is but good comment um back to Peyton um or the rotation and 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 Luca Vildoza. um. Let's assume he benches Peyton because he's like, all right, um, we can't afford to lose any games now. We have to win every minute of every game or try to win every minute of every game. Um, I think he would probably sooner put Burks or quickly into the starting lineup and he would shorten it to um, a nine-man rotation with everybody healthy um, before he would put a guy who just arrived, you know, let's say next week into the – into the rotation. Um, that said, you know, nothing would shock me, but I, I, I'd be really surprised. Um, so that's what I'm going to say about that. Um, in terms of tonight, um, I'll, I'll say a couple things. I thought Randall just had a terrible game. Um, he shot 5 of 14. I think he let this one get to his head a little bit. He was 0 for 5 from deep. Um, just his worst shooting game of the season, a couple of bad turnovers, six turnovers in total, terrible game. Um, RJ Barrett, up until that, that three-point barrage, and he ended up for boy, what a world we are in. What a world we are living in when unequivocally, unequivocally, the best part of RJ Barrett's game is his three-point shoot shot. Um, which is great. It's a good problem to have. It's not a problem, but it's 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 a it's a good situation. And it means that he was he did not hit – R.J. Barrett did not hit a two-point shot tonight, and yet he ends the night having more points than field goals attempted because of how proficient he is from three. Um, so whatever. It, but he had a rough game too. Um, Bullock, three for seven from deep, hit a couple of threes in the third there but started out cold. Uh, at the centers, I mean, look, I'm not going to get on anybody for not being able to deal with – Again, the MVP, and not only the MVP, he's a guy that is, uh, you know, some advanced statistics would argue that he's having one of the 10 or 15 greatest seasons in the in the history of the league, um, on offense at least. And, you know, maybe even overall. Um, Rosen quickly. Let's talk about Rosen. Burks had a terrible game too. Uh, I don't know much to say about Toppin. Rosen quickly. Um, nice game. Another nice game from Rose. He's been playing very well. Nice game from quickly. I thought he played well. I... You know, that's really, for me, come playoff time, even these next couple games, because, I mean, if you're the Knicks, you kind of have to look at, like, the playoffs are kind of starting today, right? Because, I'm look, they're showing it on the screen right now. They're half a game up on Atlanta. They're two games up on Boston. They're two games up on Miami. So just for argument's sake, let's say the Knicks lose two of these next three games. Um I don't want to I don't want to talk about them losing all three. Let's say they lose two of these next three games. Um and one of these other teams, you know, wins the next two or three, all of a sudden you're talking about falling down to the 6 seed and on the verge of falling to the 7. If you've come this far as the Knicks, um I feel like now we've moved from like yes, top six top six seed is still the the goal, but like Get, a four, get in that 4-5 matchup. So if you argue that the playoffs are starting today, um, which I kind of am, like I I don't know that there's any reason we should not be seeing, and we know the reasons why we haven't been seeing it all year, Quickly and Rose, respectively, each of them playing 30 minutes a night. um, And Burke's playing close to 30 minutes a night, 25 to 30. 20, 25 is probably more appropriate for him. You know, and then Bullock's going to play his minutes and RJ is going to play his minutes. I just, I'm not sure if he's going to keep starting Peyton. I feel like the hook needs to be quicker. And I, I've obviously buried the lead here. Not buried the lead. The lead is that they got their ass kicked. I, I buried the thing that I've been wanting to talk about, which is that it's, it's gotten too far um, with him. He is, look... I know he brings a little energy on defense on some of these possessions. I know he'll have a driver to a game that looks pretty. But he is so actively detrimental to what they are doing. Um, and I'm sorry, the offense starting out with him in the game, It, it their, their offense at the beginning beginnings of games, other than when Randall just puts it on his shoulders and is just making shots, it's never as good as it is later. Um and you know, it for, for if you're watching this, you're probably a diehard fan, you're probably a knowledgeable fan. You know damn well that it's like Peyton's defense is not justifying his presence on the court. I, I feel like it's 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 maybe a little bit disingenuous um of me to sit here on a night again when nobody played well and they got their ass kicked to complain about Alfred Payton, but I see what I see, and we all see what we see. And, it, it, like, it's it, it's one thing to have a bad game because you're not hitting shots and because, you know, maybe you you lose track of one guy here or there on a defensive coverage. Like, Bullet got beat back door. There was some confusion by between him and Noel on that one open Jokic uh, drive on the right side of the court. But, like, it's just so much more consistent um, with the miscues, the bad rim reads, the missed shots. And you want to be in a situation in the playoffs where every player that you put on the floor has the ceiling where if they play their best game, you know, you know, you're getting a really solid performance. That's what playoff teams have to do. And we, we now have 65 games, 66 games worth of evidence that the very best Peyton could ever do. It's just not going to help this team. It's just not helpful. I mean, he's played maybe five games this year that I would say, all right, have they been helpful? Maybe ten, five to ten games. Um, you know, when 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 is it time? When is it time? I, I would argue the time is now. Um, so you know, we'll see what he does. And it was very frustrating tonight. Um, it was really very frustrating tonight because you know, especially in that third quarter. And for Wally Zerbeck to come on the TV after the third and sing his praises when, I mean, I we must be watching different games, Wally. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, okay, let me get to uh, some of the comments here in the Super Chat that I missed. Um, I bl- Okay, here we go. Um, forgotten NYC. Hoping I'm wrong, but it looks like Quickly was grabbing his knee after a hard foul and they had to intentionally foul to get him out of the game. I obviously I'm talking to you guys, so I didn't uh, I didn't catch it. I, I hope he's fine. Um, I really hope he's fine. Uh, we we need Emmanuel quickly. I, I I yeah. I don't I don't want to think about that. Um, Stevens Guillaume. I know we were due for an L. Law of averages. Um, but it did did it have to be this bad? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a perfect mix. MVP playing like an MVP, showing everybody that is the MVP.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: And uh, Nick's missing shots. Nick's being a step slow on defense. It's how, you, it's how you make it happen. Here's the one thing that you can be happy about, though. We're not going to get David Fisdale in the postgame press conference talking about how, hey, we won three quarters. Did, did they actually win three quarters? I'm going to look at this. Hold on. The Knicks won the second quarter. The, the Knicks won three quarters. How about that? Okay. Man, someone go find David Fisdale to get up there on the television. We. It's just about that one quarter. It's just that one quarter. Otherwise, we would have won this game. Long live Fizz. Long live Fizz. What a glorious human being getting paid James Dolan's money for another uh, several months. Good for him. Tim Kim, would you get kicked out of the Zoom press conference for asking why he keeps letting Alfred kill our starters and has the worst net rating? I, you know, I, mean, I don't know if I get kicked out. I, I just, it's been asked before. It's been asked by, you know, give all the beat reporters credit because I think Ian's definitely asked it in no uncertain terms. Um, Vork has asked it. Berman's asked it. They've Everybody's asked it in different ways. Um, like why does he still start games? Um, and again, tonight's not on elf. Uh, I'm just, it, it, it's a, but at the same time, you know, you wonder because, because when, when the offense is like, even something as small as in the third quarter, when they were kind of making a nice little run, um, Peyton drives and he like back passes it to Noel for like a 12 footer, obviously, no one's going to take that shot, but you as the point guard have to know that's not the best. That's not the shot your offense needs right now. You know, that's part of your job. In addition to things like knowing the fucking court is 50 feet wide, um, you know, and not making lazy passes. It's, it's, just it's, it's frustrating. I, I get, I'm frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. Um, but you know, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want this to turn into an Alfred bitch fest because Alfred, he's not the reason they lost this game. They lost this game as a team because um, they they just weren't they weren't ready to deal with with Jokic and and they didn't come to play. Um, forgotten NYC. Another thing. It absolutely sucks. This stretch has come. The last week of the season. We're so close to clinching, yet we're about to lose four straight. I don't think they're about to lose four straight. I mean, they might. I don't think that's a given by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Look, the schedule makers, we, we uh, look, here, I'm going to show you, where is it here? When the, 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 literally, the day the schedule came out, the second half schedule came out, this is what I did. I don't know if you can see that. My light's a little bright. I circled, of course, I can't, okay. I circled these games. I circled these games with my little handy-dandy tool on my iPhone because I'm like, the season's going to come down to those games. And at the time I circled the games, I was actually kind of being a little hopeful that the season was going to come down to the games. And I'm like, man, I hope we're not out of it by then. Um, and now look at us. Look at us now. Um, not only, you know, has the seed the- – it's come down to these games in the sense that, like, can we lock up a four or a five seed, which is a great place to be. Um, so, you know, you take the go with the bad and you hope they can get one of these. Um, you sign for one, one of these. Just one. Just get one. Kane Marco, Tibbs' insistence on playing Elf and leaving him on in when our offense is clearly in the mud because of him is the reason he doesn't deserve Culture of the Year. I mean, that goes two ways. Um, look, I don't know. I don't know what what things are like in the locker room. Um, it, it feels like we've seen Julius get a little frustrated with with Elf um, at times. If other guys have gotten frustrated with Elf, I, I haven't noticed it. Maybe other guys have. Um, but at this point, you, you have to look at the whole picture. And is is there a basketball justification for, for playing him? No, obviously not. Um, is there an off-the-court thing that goes above the locker room and goes into the front office that has to do with, you know, um Potentially re-signing or, or not re-signing uh, Julius Randle long-term. I, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know that. But the resume is the resume. I think Tibbs d- does deserve Coach of the Year, um, regardless of the health thing. So, you know, we'll see here. Um, Don Cappuccini, th- thank you, by the way, everybody. I know this is a shitty night, and people are still contributing to the Super Chat. That's very generous, and I appreciate it, and um, thank you. Um, and I know, I think I've missed a couple, so I'm going to make sure I get to all of them. Um, Don Cappuccini, the first game versus Denver wasn't really close either. It wasn't, um, considering our next opponent is also coming off a bad game and we were close the last game. Call me crazy, but I'm calling a bounce back Friday night. I don't think you're crazy at all. I thought, I thought on balance, they were, they were maybe not the better team than Phoenix when they played Phoenix the other night, but I thought they were as good as Phoenix when they played in the, uh, whatever it was a couple weeks ago. Um, I I thought you know I think the difference is that Phoenix has two elite shot makers, um and and Chris Paul has a guy that can kind of manipulate an offense in ways other than just making shots, and I thought th- and they have other guys that could do stuff too. McCall Bridges is really fucking good, um you know they have it's a good roster. That said, I think we're every bit as good as Phoenix. Um, I, I don't think they particularly have a home court advantage. So it, it would not shock me in the least if they if they came out and at the very least made the game close. I think they will make the game close. I think it'll be a close game. Are they going to be a tight game? I think it'll be a good game. Are they going to win? You know, we'll, we'll see. Um, Zeke Smith asked before. This is the one I missed. Is Elf only playing because he shares an agent with Randall? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just. I just, here's what I know. Or here's what I believe. Let me rephrase that. Here's what I believe. I believe Tibbs is a a smart basketball coach. And I believe um, that he is a thousand times brighter than me and all of us. Not that I'm any great shakes. in when it comes to watching this stuff and seeing the stuff that really matters. And, like, I believe that he appreciates the fact that, like, Peyton – can be a pest on the defensive end, and you know, put pressure on the rim, and occasionally it might be an offensive rebound and a putback, and like that's good. But like, there's no way that is watching Peyton and 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 genuinely thinks this is what's in the best interest of my basketball team. So, is it a front office thing? Is it an agent thing? <sighs> Logically, that would make sense, but I, I can't I can't speak to that definitively um anthony six though learned a lot from barrett in games like this despite a a brutal starting 20 minutes he continued to fight and find his game gave us fleeting hope for two minutes there yeah i mean what more can you say about rj barrett he is he's struggling from two i think a little bit right now i thought the the stretch he had for like 10 or 15 games there for a while where he was really in command of his game all over the floor. Um, I think that's kind of subsided a little bit. Lately, it's been much more from three and being more opportunistic. I think, you know, again, tonight we saw some rough shots around the rim. But, man, he does not give up. He does not give up, and he is shooting the three ball right now with as much confidence. I truly believe this. He's shooting the three right now with as much confidence as any player in the league. I think there is a a certain modicum of confidence that you get to. I'm not saying he's the best three-point shooter in the league. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. But in terms of like when he fires it, does he think it's going in? And if you look at how much quicker his release, and we've talked about this before, if you look at how much quicker his release is from last season to the beginning of this season to now, it's night and day. It's night and day. It's a one eighty. It's a complete term, uh, turnaround. Um, so yeah, kudos to him. And he really, he doesn't give up and Taj like diving on the floor. Like I just absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love to see that. That was like, that's the moment that I'm going to remember from this game is Taj Gibson diving on the floor because you know, that's Taj and his teammates see that and that, and that matters, um, to his teammates. So, um, all right. Been talking for almost a half an hour. I, I think that's probably enough. Um I'm gonna I'll take a few more questions as I uh pull up the email for, for Tibbs' pressure. I'm, I'm probably gonna sign off before we get to uh Tibbs time because I, I, I do wanna start working on tomorrow's newsletter. But I will um read what Andrew just wrote, which is that it is incredible to see how many of you are here tonight after that shit game. I completely agree. It is incredible. Let's get those likes up. Yeah, please, by all means, uh, hit the like button if you if you're if you're cool with liking um, discussion of a game this bad. Um, I don't know if that's. No, defensive way, against oh wow, folk. that was quick. Well, he's you know he's having a, a terrific season for him. He's a, he, you know that's he's he's. A- very talented player. So, so, talking about Jokic, obviously. Individually. You have to guard him with your team. And so, um, you know, uh, you tip your hat and make try to make him work as much as you can. You know, he's a great player. And,
0: uh, you know, there were a lot of things that we, we could have done a little bit better. Uh, and we'll have to find a way. Mike nice
1: Borkanoff. I'm trying to stop Jokic. Do you try to decide there whether to let him just kind of be a scorer and take away the playmaking? Or do you try to decide, okay, try to make him a playmaker? Well, that's sort of like what you have to decide. Because it's, you know, he can beat the scoring. He can beat you with the pass. He try not to make it worse. both, you know. And, and so, um, but he's very unique in the sense that he handles the ball a lot. And he's got great vision. He's going to make you pay for mistakes. Uh, and that's where your your ball pressure has to be great, your weak side awareness has to be great, and your body position has to be great. And so, uh, you know, he's you know he uses his body re- really well, uh, and he, he can do it a lot of different ways. You can do it in the post. He could do it facing the basket. He can do it shooting a three. Uh, you know, so he you know puts a lot of pressure on you. Thank you, coach. Yep. All right, that was a quick presser. Um That's interesting because we we uh usually takes time um I I'm gathering from how quickly he got on the uh the, the dais there that if I had to guess his his post-game sentiment to the team was something along the lines of like put this one behind you you know um I, I and look i think that's i think that's fair I, I again i i'm look i'm the ultimate nick apologist i am blue and orange glasses i am glass full of of uh orange and blue uh kool-aid what is orange and blue mixed together i don't even know um so i am always gonna look on the positive and i'll be the first person to admit that but i didn't think they came out tonight. Like not. Without effort, or you know, or anything like that. I thought they got hit in the mouth. It took them a while to adjust. They couldn't adjust in time. They couldn't guard Jokic because no one could fucking guard Jokic. They didn't hit shots. Like if I'm Tibbs, I'm I'm not losing my shit over this game myself. Um, t- tonight's not the game. Like to me tonight, if he went in there, and I I'm not gonna fucking tell him how to how to do his job. But if he went in there and like ream them a new one because they got their ass kicked. Like to me, that would seem to be misplaced, um, anger or angst. Um, I feel like you give this team the credit that it's due. They fought harder all year. Um, it's the message tonight for me would be let's, you know, let's, let's get the next one. Um, a couple more super chat comments in here and then I'm going to sign off PKNY. Let's keep this in perspective. Um, the Suns lost by 32 tonight to the Hawks, so anyone can have a bad night. Let's give Phoenix two in a row. Go next. I completely agree. Um, I mean, look, we this has been, and let me just make sure I'm not saying anything untrue before I before I say this. Um, do, do, do. Yeah. This is the first game since the first. This is the first game since the first game after the All-Star break when they got their ass kicked by Milwaukee that they were really not competitive. Um, if you want to point to this, the first um, Dallas game when Dallas kind of took control, but even that game was a, was a three-point game, or not a three-point. It was a three-point game at the beginning of the fourth quarter, and it was a game with under three minutes left. Um, they've been in every game, like down to the wire so the fact that you have a team you know that has not played an easy schedule and they have gone now uh, 30, uh 20, 27 28 straight games um like being in all of these games that's not something a ton of teams have done this year and I, and actually looking at how Utah's had their struggles phoenix has had some struggles recently Philly has had a couple of bad ones. Brooklyn's had a couple of bad ones. Milwaukee's had a lot of bad ones. Like I'm not sure there's another team out there who has gone this length of time in the second half of the season um, without getting their ass kicked. Look at me putting a positive spin on tonight. Um, I can't help myself. Um, so again, it is what it is. Um, I, I think that I miss one more. Stevens Guillaume. So serious question here serious question does anyone know how to build a rocket ship i feel like i feel like there has to be an instruction manual on the internet out there somewhere how hard can it be to build a rocket ship that has enough space for one man um a small rocket ship. Maybe maybe Theo Pinson does know how to build. It. If if I bet if there was a Nick that knew how to build a rocket ship, it would be Theo, it would be Theo Pinson. You know, uh, Nathaniel Perez knows a guy. Um Zeke Smith, I'm an engineer. I have contacts at uh, at space. Um <laughs> if the super chat so Andrew, are we going to are we going to commandeer uh a, a, a company like, are there companies for hire that could build these things? Um again, it doesn't have to be a big ship. It, it's a small ship. Uh Elon Musk. Does anyone know Elon Musk? Um man. Uh, I yeah. God bless him. Uh Don Cappuccini with, with one more um in the super chat. Could Veldoza long-term deal be assigned to not to expect Rose returning? Um that's that's actually a great place to end it. So Veldoza's deal, um, is, is long-term, but it's all non-guaranteed. Uh, quite frankly, I, I don't think it has one iota of an effect on how they're going to build this team moving forward. I think the nice thing about Vildoza, um, and quite frankly, the nice thing about Derrick Rose, is both of those guys could play off ball. Um, which, it, it, like, it, Let's even take it further, another step forward. There's no such thing as a guy in the NBA before other than, other than Alfred Payton. There's no such thing as a, a guy in the NBA right now who has to play on ball. Like if you're going to be an NBA player, you have to play off ball. So, you know, the the way to build your team now, if you're building a team wisely in a perfect world, you have two ball handlers in your backcourt at all times. Um, So the fact that they're bringing on Vildoza to me doesn't affect anything else because he's a guy that could shoot it. Um, He's not really a, a true point guard, quote unquote. So I think they could have Vildoza. I think they could have Rose. is obviously going to be in the backcourt next year. Um, And, um, you know, hopefully they they sign or trade for, you know, a a real point guard. And you move whatever it is. You move Barrett to the three. You you have Bullock or Burks coming off the bench. Um, And, and listen, it's no guarantee the guy's in the rotation if he does stick around. Although the money that they have him on, um, I would imagine if they do decide to keep him and guarantee his money for next year, that they're probably doing so. with the intention of him being in the rotation, especially since he's a guy that won a an MVP in a in a European like a significant European final, I don't get the sense that he would be coming here to be a guy who's not going to play games. Um, you know, maybe maybe he he, he will, but my, my again, my sense is that part of the way that they got him to come here is the the notion that like, look, we're going to give you an opportunity to play. All right, I think that's it. Um, again, I've said it a few times this year. I'll say it again. Um, you guys, we are the best fans in the world. Um, get our ass kicked. It's almost midnight. Middle of the week. Dragon, I'm dragon. And uh, there's there's 300 people here, and uh, people contributing in the super chat, which is just just beyond generous. Um, and, and we, we're, we're so appreciative of that um, so thank you um, I got my boppy here if anybody I think I'm going to wear this for when I have to watch Alfred Payton next so in case I bang my head into something um, I can have this to protect me anyway um, I'll see everybody on Friday night and uh, yeah until then let's go next. giddy up